We play and call it work. Mini Wargamer Dave here from MiniWargaming.com. Welcome, Wargamers, to the Shrine of Chaos. That's what this is right now. We're actually dual streaming with Twitch and uh, Facebook. So there's a couple of people watching on Facebook at the same time. Uh, and there are a bunch of people watching on Twitch. Now, the announcement that I'm making right now is that we will no longer be... Uh, well, okay, so I had a discussion with Matt about whether or not we should continue streaming exclusively on Twitch. When I say exclusively, I mean when we're streaming on Twitch, we're not able to multi-stream on other platforms at the same time. So, uh, I mean, that's... The best thing, really, to reach the largest audience is for us to stream on multiple platforms all at the same time as much as we can get. That's obviously what uh, we want. Uh, but for Twitch, because they had a partnership program and uh, there was revenue to be uh, generated from that, that they wanted the exclusivity. And so there was an agreement, and the agreement was basically we can't stream to other platforms at the same time, which is understandable. Uh, but, I mean, this was back when we were bigger into live streaming we had almost a daily live stream and this is a little while ago a year ago year and a half ago um upwards of a couple years ago that we were pushing this big time uh, but ever since the shutdown the close down uh, we have decided to uh i mean we, we had to cut back on the live shows and it was just uh really since the shutdown it's i don't even know if we've done the sit and talk uh we may have for a week or two, but I don't even remember. I don't even think we did. Uh, but what what I think is actually the best thing to do, and I discussed with Matt, and both he and I agree, uh, is that we discontinue the Twitch exclusive streaming and we open it up to all platforms at the same time. Uh, audio sucks. See, I'm getting that from Facebook, which makes sense because it's the audio from my phone because I'm streaming on my phone right now. Not, oh, wait, actually, hold on one second. Maybe it might work if I turn this up. Hopefully that works. If that didn't work, then uh, you can hear just a tad muffled. Well, I, I'm not sure what to say about that, uh, you know, which is kind of ironic because right now there's actually more people watching on Facebook than there are on Twitch. And see, that that's the irony about this whole thing. Right now, there's 101 people on Facebook, and there's 62 people on Twitch. And so if we were to open up Facebook and Twitch and YouTube and Twitter, which, if I'm not mistaken, they use Periscope, but it's been a long time since I've streamed on Twitter. And if they don't use Periscope anymore, if they have their own thing, and I don't even know because it's been so long since I've done it. Uh, okay, so I just turned up the volume on my phone, and that's what worked. But in the future... It won't have to be that way because we're going to use Restream and that we'll just broadcast to all of them at the same time. So it's all going to be the same audio, the same quality through the computer, and that's all that it needs to ever be all days, every day. So um, that's really what it is. Uh, audio is fine. Facebook just sucks. <laughs> For you guys, that makes sense because you guys are hearing this on Twitch, which is using the better microphone, which is this mic right here, not the phone mic, which is right there. So... That, that's what I want to do. Now, and look, now here's the irony. We have double the viewers on Facebook than we do on Twitch. See how that doesn't really make sense? Uh, so what I have to say, though, this is very important. Uh, I want to just, on behalf of Mini Wargaming and all everyone here, uh, thank you for all of the Twitch subscribers that have supported us in the past up until now. 
Um, but we will be discontinuing the Twitch exclusive streaming, the Twitch only streaming. We will now, um, starting next week, we'll be posting on, uh, and that's not to say that you can't still subscribe on Twitch. By all means, by all means, still subscribe on Twitch. I'm just talking about us only streaming on Twitch. So we're going to open that up to a larger audience and a larger broadcast, which which is a lot more fun. You got to admit it, right? Like, especially doing chaos comment bombs. Uh, yeah, it's doing chaos comment bombs is uh, it's so much fun with more people. So I have a question here saying that isn't it against Twitch to stream multiple platforms? Uh, yes, it is, and that's why an email has been sent to their support desk asking us to no longer uh, – requesting that we no longer want to be partners. Uh, and so as long as we're not partners, then that's all good. So uh, I – that's really – that's it, right? I think you grossly underutilize your potential on Twitch, which is why you have no one on Twitch, says Jimmy Cobra. It's, it's interesting because that's not our business – uh, model at all we we don't focus on live streaming anything really like yes we have the uh, the shows the interaction with the shrine of chaos and the sit and talks but for us to change gears and to completely abandon everything else that we're doing with the creating of the content and the battle reports and the narrative campaigns to focus solely on twitch would be to essentially throw away what is generating us income uh, for a risk and a gamble that the Twitch will work, that the live streams will work. And it does work for other channels. They focus on it exclusively, and maybe they even focus on it partly. Uh, but because, because what we're doing works, we chose to continue to do what works. And resources just needed to be allocated in other places. That's really what it came down to. Um, I believe that if we completely focused on twitch that it would grow it's bound to grow if we made battle reports if we did if we did what games workshop is doing making live stream battle reports i absolutely believe that it would grow um but that's an interesting thing to say it's an interesting concept because not only is it a gamble because uh, we have something that's established and we would be abandoning that but also it's competing with something that Games Workshop does very well already. And that's not necessarily a bad thing uh, to add to the pool of content uh, already that's already being created. They stream at a certain time of the day, uh, and not everyone can necessarily tune in at that exact moment in time. And if they do, it's at various hours. And so we do have the benefit of being on this side of the pond, which is nice. Uh, but... Heck, case in point right now, this is happening at 1 p.m. Eastern time. And for those of you that are watching in the UK, depending on where you are exactly, it's what, 6, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., possibly 7 p.m.? And heck, for those in Australia, it's uh, an even stranger time, which I think it might be around midnight, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it's a large continent. It depends on where you are on the continent, so... Uh, I think that this is the best move moving forward going uh, doing this for us because a lot of people aren't on Twitch. And that being said, a lot of people aren't on Facebook, but they are on YouTube. And there are YouTubers that uh, don't go on Twitch. And there are people that are exclusively on Twitter 
that aren't on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch. So by pooling it all together, it makes it so there's the largest possible audience. And I'm not going to lie. It's fun knowing that there are double the amount of viewers right now just by streaming to two platforms instead of one. I just did one because that's how you say one in the corn language. Because we kill you once, then we kill you again just to make sure you're dead in the afterlife. I just had to point that out. So I don't know who posted this picture of Forrest Gump, but it's showing up on my phone and it looks funny. So thank you. Uh, yeah, uh, in the future, all of the live streams will be pooled together and restream. So oh, 4 a.m. in Australia. Okay. Uh, oh, I see. Okay. So I've just been informed that when we cancel being an affiliate with Twitch, no one will be able to subscribe on Twitch, meaning pay to subscribe for exclusive Twitch content, which again is something that both Matt and I are okay with. So uh, again, a huge thanks goes out to all of those who have supported our Twitch efforts thus far. Um, and we will be focusing our efforts in other areas. So thank you very much, guys, for doing that, for the time that you have done it, and for the gifts that you've given to other people and their subscriptions and for maintaining your own subscriptions, all of that on Twitch exclusively. So thank you so much for that. Um, now, now it's time we actually uh, find out what platform Henry Cavill uses and focus on that. Um, that's not something that I was going to say. I'm just reading somebody's comment because that's actually kind of a funny thought. <laughs> All right, Henry, what platform do you use so that we can battle you the best? I think that's actually kind of fun. Had to switch to the Twitch for this announcement. The Facebook video was picking up too much background noise from Dave's phone mic background noise well i guess it is relatively close to the computer you know what i could do is i could actually move my phone over here oh i can't rotate my phone while recording this is why i don't do this on my phone hard to hear you is it easier to hear now because i don't know but that's on the phone anyway so if heck if you're on Facebook and you want to hear better, go to Twitch because you will hear 1000% better. I don't know if you heard that, but I'm sure the, the Twitch people heard it. Did you guys hear it? I think you heard it because you're, you're used to hearing the whispers in the dark before the show. Uh, yeah, I'm streaming from my phone and from Twitch right now from both places. Uh, but Twitch is like a billion times better. And yes, absolutely. I would absolutely agree with that. I am happening. I just happen to be doing both at the same time. So once this Nurgle stuff is over, MWG going to do guest bat reps again. Uh, we will certainly open the bunker up to guests and we will be doing campaigns and videos and fun factor all day, every day. So you better believe we will be doing a lot of stuff once we open up again. Once the Nurgles rot, once the the... Everything is over. Static, static in the background. I can hear you, but some static. Well, that's that's the phone, right? Like that's something I can't necessarily help. Uh, but go to Twitch. Uh, if you are having difficulties hearing on Facebook, go to Twitch. I just did this just for fun. I don't ever stream on 
on Facebook. I'm just doing this from my phone, literally. You guys are watching on my phone, so go over to Twitch if you want to watch. Um, much better, yes. Uh, you can't live stream on The Vault. Uh, I'm not really sure what that means, live streaming on The Vault. Even if it was in The Vault. I mean, we probably could set up some sort of thing where we could live stream from The Vault, but at this point in time, we don't necessarily want to. Uh, but that's just this point in time. we got to find a reason to do it. What's the reason to do it? Dave, my dude, how surprised is your wife with enjoyment of Warhammer? Says AC, the rock devil. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of... Uh, wait, are you, you're telling me that you are surprised that she enjoys it? Or you're asking me if she's surpri surprised that she enjoys it? I'm going to go with the latter question. I'm assuming that's your question. So, yeah, she is actually uh, really enjoying it, uh, as, as evidenced by the last video that was posted just this morning. If you guys haven't seen that battle report, by the way, I decided to do something different with it. Instead of doing the Army Showcase video and then the battle report in the vault, which is what we've done for the last three weeks, what I did is I put the battle report on the vault and the post-campaign battle discussion Nope, I said that opposite. Let me start again. Today, what I decided to do was put the battle report on YouTube and put the post-campaign discussion video in the vault. I wanted to do that for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to show the YouTubers how much fun we were having with the campaign, specifically by giving them a sample of the games, of one of the games anyway, because there was four in total. And I included the post-campaign discussion to the vault members, for the vault members, because it's... It was very interesting hearing her insights, having experienced this whole thing for the first time. After 13 years of marriage, uh, her first time playing Warhammer, actually playing Warhammer. And you'll see that in the game. She makes her own decisions for what she does tactically. And uh, there's a lot of discussion that happens off camera. Uh, that being said, there's a lot of that going back and forth. But ultimately, everything that she decides is her own decision. She makes her choices for what she does on the battlefield, which is fantastic. I love it. Uh, ladies, enjoy some speedy space marines with jump packs. Uh, I mean, she is enjoying her blood angels. This is absolutely true. If you're watching on Facebook, I suggest going over to Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash mini wargaming to watch this. If the audio isn't the best, go over to Twitch. That's where the actual broadcast is happening. This is just a, a fun side broadcast that's happening simultaneously. So go over to Twitch if you want to watch it in better audio. Watch it in better audio. Didn't make sense. If you want to listen to it, having better audio. Gave you a free subscription because of Paper Tanks. Thank your son. Thank you, uh, uh, Country Gaming ND, because of my son. I will let my son know that. Uh, he is a good person who likes people. And I will let him know that. And by the way, if you haven't seen Paper Tanks, check out Paper Tanks because it is a war game that my son and I made up together. One day he came home with a paper tank that he made at school. He said one of his friends showed him how to make it. And I said, that's really cool. Can you show me how to make it? Do you know how to make it? He's like, yeah. And then he gets a piece of paper, eight and a half by 11, and he folds it up into a tank. I thought it was super awesome. And about 45 minutes later, we have 10 tanks on each side. And we're battling each other because that's just how it works in the house of a wargamer. And I'm sure you guys can relate uh, to something like that. What would you do if your child came home with a paper tank? I'm pretty sure that something similar might happen. 
I would bet my dice on it. Uh, I want. I plan to watch the battle report later today. No spoilers. Okay. I. I, I don't ever spoil bat reps, by the way. And if I do, I. I. I give a lot of warning ahead of time. I say spoiler alert. This is your warning. Stop listening. Plug your ears for a good thirty seconds. Don't listen. I will wave my hands around when I'm finished talking about it, so that nothing will be given away. But in this case, I'm not going to be giving anything away, so you don't have to worry about that. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to give anything away about the battle. All I'll say is that it was a nail biter. Um, that's not necessarily a spoiler. It doesn't tell you who wins, right? There are a lot of epic things that happens. Also, doesn't tell you who wins. Um, there is a lot of um, ones rolled. Uh, there was a lot of uh, charges made. There were some "oh come ons" said. There were a lot of "you gotta be kidding me." Uh, phrases uttered and uh, yeah there was a good amount of all of that stuff but because of things that were expected to happen that didn't happen and things that weren't expected to happen did happen so it really it's it's like a it's like a normal battle report really when you watch it but not normal because I was fighting my wife so definitely not a normal battle report uh, I scratch what I just said uh, really an abnormal battle report that I am playing a game against my wife it is the fifth game by the way fifth number five game that I've played with my wife 40k a game of 40k that i played with my wife dave did you ever do a ctr chapter uh ctr chapter now when you're saying uh, ctr is that a certain reference to a certain thing are you actually saying a choose the right chapter is that what the ctr stands for because uh if not then uh, i i'm not sure what you're referring to but ultimately the answer is no uh, we didn't do a CTR chapter. Unless that means something different, and I'm just forgetting what it means. Paper tanks look so much fun. I have not made any myself yet, but just might convince my other half to try a game. I get her into painting already. Says Wolf164D0. I highly recommend that you play the game. Uh, the, the tutorial video demonstration is on YouTube. Paper tank battles. If you want to watch that, it's on the Mini Wargaming YouTube channel. Also, the battle report, the 10-minute battle report, if you will, is in the Mini Wargaming Vault, and that's the game where uh, I actually play against my son. The rules are available for download in the video description and the YouTube video, so you can actually watch that. It's a rules PDF that I created specifically for the war game that my son and I made up. It's just for fun, and we made it available for anyone who wants to try it out and to play it. I included some links on how to make your own paper tanks because uh, it is actually a war game that you could play uh, I want to say for less than a dollar. If you don't have dice, then you got to buy dice. And I saw some dice at the dollar store. You can get a pack of nine. You get a pack of nine dice for a dollar. That's what it is. Uh, or 98 cents or whatever it was. And then paper is like, I mean, you, you can just recycle paper. Literally, it's such a cheap game. You don't, you don't need anything. And if you already have dice, then it's like you don't have to spend anything. Uh, so that's what it is. If you want to get fancy, then yeah, of course, you can do as much as you want with it. But ultimately, it's paper tanks and you're rolling dice. And you can print out the cards that I made up that represent the stats for the tanks. You can print them out, no problem. Uh, you can mark out their hit points as they're damaged. And you can reference their rules with that as well. Lots of fun. Really, really enjoyed it. Dave, what is a normal battle report, says Woodrow Wimpy. 
I would say a normal battle report is one where two players who are uh, war gamers proper who are used to playing the game battle each other. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, whether it's a guest or another content producer or a friend or whatever, it, it's that's a typical normal battle report. One where I fight my wife is definitely not a normal battle report. Uh, so I, I think I w- it's a very easy classification there. Nothing more needed to explain what a normal. How much banter? How much it says country gaming ND? What does that mean? How much banter? How much banter was in the battle report that I did with my wife? Well, you can imagine there was a lot of banter because this is the story behind that. I actually started talking to my wife in banter format. That's how I first started talking to my wife. So we were, I was in Welland and she was in Burlington, which uh, if you guys don't know where that is, that's like uh, 50 minutes approximately, maybe an hour with bad traffic away from each other, cities apart from each other, okay? And we belonged to the same church group, uh, but we would gather together as, uh, as young adults. And uh, I was actually calling her friend and I was talking to Farah on the phone and uh, Farah's my wife, and I was saying to Farah uh, to try to convince her friend to come down to visit us in uh, in Welland, right? But uh, her friend wasn't answering the phone, and Farah was on the phone, and I was bantering with Farah for like a good 30 minutes of just talking and me trying to convince her to bring her friend down to Welland to hang out with us. And I don't know why, and like, and I didn't even, it's not like I liked her friend or anything. I just wanted people to come down and hang out. That's all I wanted. And talking to Farah for that half hour, that bantering with her was so much fun that it started. It all started with banter. So is there banter in this battle report? Yes, indeed, there is. You better believe there's banter in this battle report. And you better expect it because it's going to happen. You're going to just hear it. And that's how we talk to each other all the time. Farah and I are best friends. We have been since day one. And when we are old and gray, we're going to be grateful for that because once the kids are gone and out of the house, we'll be able to stand each other. Because apparently, uh, I've been told that's one of the keys. is uh, If you're friends, then <laughs> that's the test. And the kids are gone if you can stand each other. <laughs> then, then, and then you just still want to be together. So... Uh, I'm, I'm fortunate in that Farah is my best friend. And uh, we play games now. We play 40K, and that, that is awesome. I, I have, I mean, this is something I didn't even know I wanted for such a long time. Like, I obviously wanted this, but I never pursued it because I never thought that she would want to play. You know, playing games like uh, any any board game that is even remotely complex, she just is not interested in it she doesn't like that kind of thing right she likes watching shows and reading books and going out and going to the movies and and, you know doing that kind of stuff right but like playing miniature tabletop war games is not her thing that's not her go-to activity she's not a war gamer at all so the fact that she is playing with me now is is is, it's a dream come true it really is so uh, fantastically awesome it only took three years, or three years, 13 years 
of me not convincing her because I didn't try to convince her the whole time. It, it was just, it took a world pandemic for her to want to play 40K. Uh, <laughs> and that's actually, I say that uh, with, uh, I say that tongue in cheek, but it's actually kind of true because uh, when I went home that very first night, uh, when the Ontario government says, okay, uh, non-essential businesses, you guys are closed now. We had a discussion, Farah and I, we're like, oh, what are we going to do? You know, what are you going to do, Dave? You don't have opponents. You're not going to be able to make videos with your guys. Uh, you know, you're all at home now. So I'm going to have to learn an army and I'm going to have to do bad reports with you. And this is where I just listened and didn't talk because I didn't want to interject and uh, interrupt the flow of thought process that was coming forth out of her mouth. Because uh, I, I, in my mind, I was like, yes, okay, that, very good. I, I, I'm liking what I'm hearing. I don't want it to stop. and I, I don't want to jinx it. So don't say anything. That was what I was thinking at the time. So Chris uh, Ofinger, I, I probably butchered your name. Sorry. But thank you very much for uh, your uh, comment. You're a good person who likes people. Uh, back to the less distracted thing that I was talking about before. Yes, that's uh, that's where it happened, right? So, and then then she said, "Well, which one am I going to collect? Well, which one should I start?" And uh, you know, she was she went to like the go to typical options that I have witnessed in the past uh, when girls get into war games. Like this is obviously a general statement. This isn't every single time, but the few very small handful of times that I've seen girls play war games, uh, it's Sisters of Battle or it's Harlequins or uh, Eldar, and, and it's uh, it's actually uh, multiple times I've seen Space Marines and particularly Blood Angels. So uh, that's just what I've seen personally. If the stats are out there that indicate differently, then that's what the stats are. But that's just what I've personally uh, witnessed. Uh, and so, like she, you know, she contemplated those other options but when blood angels came up she's like you know what i really like those guys because they are pretty they have wings and i like the look of their wings that that's really what drew her to the blood angels she knew nothing about them uh lore wise rules wise nothing about them complete rule of cool they actually beat out sisters of battle and they beat out harlequins and they beat out eldar they they beat out all that stuff just from rule of cool and her and her view she thought it was uh, really awesome looking. So I, I thought that was great. And I'm like, that's, that's fantastic. And the fact that I also play them means that I can help you much better when we're actually filming videos. Because if you were to choose an army like Harlequins, where I fought them once in 8th edition, that's 8th edition. That's not even just like before. I would essentially have to learn that army too and then teach her that army along with her playing that army. And then me also focusing on my army that I'm playing against her and uh, filming both of us and also coaching her throughout it because she is brand new to the game. So it would just be another mental step that uh, I'm glad I didn't have to do because it's already uh, challenging enough uh, to do it the way we're doing it. Um, and even still, there were uh, a few minor little things. Like you'll watch the bat rep today, and there were uh, a few occasions where there were some things that I forgot. Like here's an example, their uh, spirit thief rule. On the this isn't spoiler by the way this is just a little thing that I forgot I forgot the spirit thief rule on the Lord Discordant because uh, there was a time when I uh, when I damaged a vehicle and I could have stolen some wounds uh, and it, here's the irony I actually even mentioned that rule at the beginning of the battle I'm like oh look he's got a spirit thief rule just so you know Farah he can steal wounds from one of your vehicles 
And when it came time in the game to actually do it, I forgot to use it. And so there's just a lot of stuff that's being juggled as the, as we're filming. And so that's why the little things like that kind of slip out. The true secret of a happy relationship, knowing when to listen, says Country Gaming ND. Well, uh, in that moment in time, when she was saying that she was going to play 40K and do battle reports with me, I was certainly listening. Not going to lie. My missus says, uh, throw lash gaming. My missus loves anything that has a goblin involved. So you guys should play Gretchen's. That's a board game that's a lot of fun that I play with my kids. I recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Same reason why I picked Blood Angels about 25 years ago. Says Smythe. Smythe. I like Blood Angels. I like their aesthetic. Why did I start collecting them many a year ago? I think it must have been like eight or seven years ago. It was around there. I want to say eight because of corn. Even if it is seven years ago, I'm going to go with eight just because I like that number. Around that, that's how long ago I started collecting them. Uh, and yeah, it was complete really cool. I, I knew nothing about them when I started collecting them. And uh, I am glad that I have gone in that course because they are the probably one of the closest things to chaos that's not chaos right space wolves too you know those are two close combat fun armies that uh, don't really feel like space marines like they are space marines of course they're space marines but in my mind they're not in my mind blood angels are akin to berserkers they just are in different armor and uh, they are, they're fighting this black rage and that they can't help themselves. And uh, see, that sounds like a berserker to me, you know, like that's just what I think. Uh, thank heaven. She did not choose to. Ha- uh, yeah. That, that would be an absolute nightmare. Uh, that, that would, you know what? You probably would not have seen a slow grow campaign if she chose that blasphemous army. There's a good chance that would not have happened. Who at Mini Wargaming plays Eldar? Uh, well, Steve plays Eldar. Um, yeah, Steve plays Eldar. Or he did, anyway, in the past. Um, he still plays them. I, I mean, once you play an army, you play that army. You're known for playing that army. Uh, there's, I haven't seen him play in a while, but that being said, maybe it's because I haven't noticed him playing it for a while. But I know that he has an Eldar army. He's painted up many an Eldar model. And he is the resident Eldar player at Mini Wargaming. Let's see. Country Gaming ND says, uh, I would have laughed my heart out if she chose Tau. Why? Why? Why would you want to see that type of pain inflicted on a guy who is already in pain? Does Corn really care where the blood comes from? Um, I mean, what does that mean to you? What is? Are you talking about if she did play Tau? Does Corn really care where the blood comes from? Well, Corn cares not. Right, so maybe. No, I can't even entertain this idea. No, I can't even. I can't even use the language right now to entertain this thought. But it would have to be world eaters versus Tau. That's the only way it would work. We used to play Warhammer Fantasy, and she would wreck me with night goblins. Says uh, Throwlash Gaming. See that for for some reason that just sounds funny to me. I don't know why. Uh, it's probably not meant to, but. It's the same reason for uh, any guy losing a game uh, to his wife, which is, honestly, I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm okay with it because that just means that she's enjoying the game and she'll play more. 
Is she going to want to start collecting any figures? I know she said she likes librarians. Says Victor. Um, that one is, I mean, that's the next step, right? Like, it, there's two sides to this. There's the hobby side and there's the playing side. She's definitely gotten into the playing side of it. The hobby side, uh, I don't see that. I'm not going to push for that, right? She, What she does, she does because she enjoys it. So she is enjoying the games that we are playing together right now. And she, I want her to continue enjoying that. If she feels like she has to paint up a bunch of stuff and that that that's a completely new concept to her like painting models and and you know that it's it'll add an element of stress that i don't believe she wants to put on herself right now it's it's already challenging enough for her to pick up all the rules for this complex game that uh, she's playing for the first time so and i'm not saying this for her this is something that she has said to me in the past Blood Angels, Blood Angels have plenty of cool librarians as well. Yes. Uh, yes, they do. Mephiston. Uh, Daniel Frank, hi, hello, how are you? You are awesome. Victor says, yeah, totally, I totally hear that. But uh, at least all of the great artists at MWG will help her out if she ever gets into the hobby. I mean, there is that as well. There is certainly that. Does Corn care in regards to... Uh, does Corn care was in regards to how chaos blood angels are? Hmm. What does that mean? The words are jumbled up a little bit. It's like your words were scrambled through a box and they came out on the other side and not completely clear. So I'm not sure I understand your question. hundred percent. But you do say this in another comment. Wife winning a game by dropping a mountain on my general's head and Warhammer fantasy fifth edition first turn. Well, they were kneeling and praying. 80% army dead from running off the board. <laughs> I don't mean to let... You, you left that comment because you wanted a reaction. Because I, I think that's actually kind of... I mean, it's... I feel for your pain, but I can't help but think that if I was right there as that happened, I'd be laughing. I think I would be, just being absolutely honest. Mr. Tom Shuby says, If not them... I am sure you know enough commission artists to help her out with painting. I see what you did there, Tom. That was very clever. I see what you're doing with your beady little eyes. I know. I see it. It doesn't go past here. Uh, Blade Angels have uh, jump packs, librarians, Mephiston, Dreadnought. Hmm. Yeah, they do actually have access to that, and it's a lot of fun. You coming out of your camera mic right now. You're coming out of your camera mic right now. Meaning you can't hear me. This is on Facebook, by the way. You can't hear me on Facebook. I highly recommend that you go to Twitch. If you haven't done so already, go to twitch.tv slash mini wargaming. If you want to hear with good audio, that's what I recommend you doing. If you're on Facebook and you want to hear it better, go to Twitch. You speak the language of banter, even though I get thrown off by the Canadian accent. What are you talking about? What Canadian accent are you hearing, you hoser? What, what are you hearing, eh? Is there a Canadian accent that uh, you should tell me about? Because uh, I'm not hearing it. Uh, get her into Nurgle and I'll get uh, Ian Minto to paint it. 
Oh, uh, I've actually recently seen some of Ian's stuff. Fantastic, isn't it? I, I really like the stuff, by the way. Now you're pushing the accent. It's pretty neutral, usually, uh, says Matar86. If you're talking about my, my the way that I speak is pretty neutral, uh, well, that, that's just the way it is. That's what happens when you're half human and you're speaking with a neutral accent. You don't hear anything because you're not meant to hear anything. Uh, but there, that being said, there are a few of us that do actually have the accent pretty heavy. I don't know if you're watching this right now, Josh, but uh, I'm talking about you now. So if you guys know Mini Wargaming Josh, he, uh, he's got the accent pretty heavy. Like uh, you listen to him, not just the way he says things, but the phraseology that he uses. It's pretty entertaining to listen to. Sometimes I think to myself, like I'm a foreigner in a Canada land when I listen to him because uh, that's how heavy his accent is. Just saying. Okay, uh, so Kathora, Kathora says, uh, surprise your wife didn't go with a Slanesh army. Just kidding. Well, you know, it's funny uh, you should say that because that was actually part of the discussion. She's like, Dave, you've been calling me the goddess of Slanesh for how many years now? And uh, should I play a Slanesh army? <laughs> and, and, I, and I said to her, I'm like, ah, yeah. No, <laughs> I told her not to because it's like, no, you, you won't like them. If you had the choice between Blood Angels and Slanesh Demonettes, uh, you you would like Blood Angels better. Just their lore. You you won't like how the Slanesh Demons play. You won't relate to them. You won't like their story. You'll, you'll just think they're uh, everything that they are which we all know what they are. So, yeah, you won't like them. And then she said, uh, so why have you been calling me the goddess of Slanesh for the last 13 years? <laughs> like, well, to be absolutely honest, uh, I, I called her that. Uh, and this was, this was when I first got into 40K. Okay? Like, this is before I knew any of the lore regarding, like... Uh, anything. I just, uh, I saw a demonette on the table. I saw that, uh, and this is before, no, that's not necessarily true. Cause I saw, I saw the space nuns, uh, before that, but, uh, I, I saw a demonette. I'm like, Oh, okay. The, yeah. Slanesh. All right. And, uh, goddess of Slanesh. Okay. My wife is the goddess of Slanesh. And that's literally the only thing I knew about Slanesh at the time, the, the 13 years ago when I first got into it. So I just, I just called her name. Right. Not knowing any of the implications, not knowing any of the connotations or anything that that that, that, that would mean, and I just uh, stuck with it. And as the years went on, right, and uh, you know, uh, learning more about the lore, and particularly about Slanesh, <laughs> I, I I just thought like, ooh, okay, I guess. Uh... <laughs> I guess that's what she is. <laughs> but but not. Like she really isn't. But like that's just it's just a nickname. And and, and then one day she uh, you know this is years ago uh, that she confronted me about it. And she's like, uh, "Oh, by the way, Dave, uh, Holly, who's Matt's wife. Uh, Holly told me uh, who Slanesh was." 
I'm like, yeah. Yeah. She's like, uh-huh. Okay. All right. And, and that was the end of that conversation. It was more of a, I'm projecting my psychic thoughts at you right now. And you need to read between the lines. And that's kind of what happened. But it was just something that was just forgotten because it didn't really come up after that. In person, in a conversation that we were having face-to-face. Now, online, in the Shrine of Chaos, and other places, it came up, of course, right? Because now it's out there. It's immortalized. It's in the Ethernet, Etherwebs. It's just out there in the universe. She was casting smite at you, says Ryoku Kora. Uh, yeah, she might have been casting smite at me at the time. The question is, did she suffer a perils of the warp? Because she may have. Nexus K says, I can get that, but it just... I'm actually glad to hear that. Glad to hear what? Uh... Oh, you guys are having a conversation. I see. So for me to read a comment, it won't necessarily make sense. Big hello from Norway. Odd Steinar and Sviversen. Sviversen. Hello and welcome to the Shrine of Chaos. The only rule is if you do collect Tau, then uh, you're just going to have to eat it with your Sir Stroming in the morning. But make sure you open the can underwater because it's horrible smelling. I can respect that and personally would love to see models that go into other excess. Uh, all right. So now for questions. Okay. So uh, the Shrine of Chaos is going to go in a different direction. The different direction is this. First off, as I said at the beginning of the stream, I will be broadcasting to multiple platforms at the same time in the future. So you won't have to necessarily come to Twitch. If you are a Facebook, if you're a Facebooker, you're on Facebook you're a regular on Facebook, you can stay on Facebook because I'll be broadcasting to Facebook. If you like to do your social media-ing on YouTube, then you can stay on YouTube. If uh, you are on twi- uh, Twitter, then you can stay on Twitter. Bottom line is you won't have to necessarily come to Twitch in order to catch the Shrine of Chaos in the future. It's going to pop up everywhere, uh, which is good. Uh, I'll, I think that's better, and I'll enjoy that. So that's uh, starting next week. We are in the, uh, we have plans to make that happen with uh, restream. Just put everything into one, and then we broadcast out together all at the same time. That that was the Hadouken. Okay, it's going to be a Ryu Ryu um, fireball shot. So, uh, but what if I like Twitch? Well, then stay on Twitch because I'll still be broadcasting on Twitch. Okay, uh, never at any time did I say leave Twitch. All I'm saying is that because we will no longer be a Twitch affiliate or a partner, uh, we won't be exclusively broadcasting only on Twitch. We will be broadcasting everywhere. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, So that's the bottom line. That's what's going to happen. Okay. So now, two, second thing. The second thing is uh, I'll be introducing more guests more regularly to the Shrine of Chaos. And uh, it's, it's exciting because uh, I think it's a good opportunity for, for us all to kind of s- meet other people and also for myself to get to know other people and to introduce you to these other people. Uh, for example, next week, I will be interviewing Nick Nanavati, 
who I've never spoken to before, but uh, uh, contacted him and said, hey, would you be interested in being a guest on the Shrine of Chaos? And for those of you who don't know who Nick Nanavati is, he is the top 40K player. Um, he has won multiple tournaments um, for many years. Uh, he is, he's been the top player, so he's uh, fantastic. He actually has uh, coaching. He coaches 40K players, which is interesting. He has his own coaching that he does. And so I'll be having a good in-depth discussion with him next week about everything that you can possibly think of that we will probably talk about, that you would expect me to ask him. Um, you better believe I'll be asking him chaos questions. And uh, for, uh, to my understanding, he has played chaos lists as well. So that's a, a good thing. Uh, so yeah, that, that'll be good. And uh, so that's next week. Okay, so that's next week at this time. So it's gonna be that's gonna be cool. I can't wait for that. In the past, just to, just so you know, catching some of the past streams, I interviewed Jonathan Hartman, who is a composer, and he composed the music for the Warhammer Ident and for the Angels of Death series. He did that. He's responsible for that music, uh, which is super cool, man. Like uh, to talk to him and uh, get to know his process and creating this stuff. Super super cool. He's also a hobbyist. He's into the hobby good friends with Jonathan Blanche and he rubs shoulders with these people, which is, which is cool, right? It's interesting to talk to these different people. Dave Taylor, I interviewed him as well week after that. Uh, and he's, he's been at conventions for as long as I can remember. And he's been in the wargaming hobby and industry for 30 years and he's written books and he's very influential in the community. And I had a chance to interview him as well. In the past, this is in one of the past streams, if you guys didn't catch it. We did a giveaway for his book as well. And then the week after that, uh, which is also in the past I'm talking about, I interviewed a voice actor, uh, Bev Standing, which, uh, see, I, in my opinion, I think that's interesting. Uh, I She's good friends with me, and uh, we, we met at a local chamber of commerce. So she, I actually know her locally, and she's done work, and she works with other people in the industry, and uh, she knows uh, she's rubbed shoulders with some of these uh voice actors that uh, you would recognize uh, that in that they're in commercials and tv shows and stuff so that's really cool and so i'm going to be doing more of this type of interview in the future and to be absolutely honest it's actually very much inspired by joe rogan because i i check out his podcast i actually watch his youtube videos which i know he's a podcast but he also records his shows and so i check out his clips and his, his podcasts and uh, i do it in the morning when i work out i just i put on joe rogan and i uh, I listen to him, and I, he talks about kind of everything, right? Um, so very much inspired by that. I'm like, you know what? Joe has a different person on every time. It's not just him talking, which there isn't necessarily anything wrong with that, but there's a different dynamic when you introduce an, another person, uh, that with uh, you know the interaction with the audience. And so for the Shrine of Chaos, my plan is to interview other people, get that dual dynamic happening, and then also interacting with you guys, the live viewers, and then making these episodes available afterwards uh, for on-demand view so that you can watch them if you miss them. There's also the Shrine of Chaos podcast, which is now on Spotify. If you guys haven't checked that out, it's also it's on iTunes, Spotify, and uh, uh, Podbean. That's where we actually upload it to, but it, it syndicates out to those other platforms. So if you're a podcast listener and you want to listen to the episodes of the Shrine of Chaos, then check that out. Um, 
And I'm wondering if I should spill the beans for the guest that I'll be having after Nick. I don't think so. Not just yet. I'm going to wait on that one because uh, I'll tell you about Nick because he's next week. Uh, but after that, I'm going to hold up. I'm going to hold off. I'll, announce, I'll post that. We're working on adding a, a module to the, to the Mini Wargaming website where we show the announcements of who's going to be, what the, Shrine, what the upcoming Shrine of Chaos episode is going to be about so that you can check it out. It'll be, I'll be u- utilizing the Facebook events for that. So you can, it'll be posted. It'll be an event that's posted so that you can uh, click on it if you're planning on attending the live stream. So it'll be cool. I can't wait for that, man. It'll be super fun. Now, before I go, I think that it is only appropriate that we do a chaos comment bomb. Yes, let's do that. Now, for the uh, the people that are watching on Facebook, I'm going to just let you know um, what that video is because it's going to be difficult for me to... I guess I could post it there. Just give me a sec, guys. So on Twitch, if you're on Twitch, we're doing a Chaos Comet Bomb right now. Chaos Comet Bomb is this. I'm going to post a link in the video chat. That link will bring you to a YouTube video. And this is where we leave comments as a whole. And uh, the comments could be something like, Dave says hi from the Shrine of Chaos. Or it could be, uh, Dave gives you a big hug because uh, he loves you and he wants you to not be quarantined anymore, even though you have to be. Or it could be, it really actually could be anything you want. doesn't matter. As long as they know they've been chaos comment bombed by the Shrine of Chaos. So that's really all you need to worry about. So I'm going to post a block of links so that it's unmistakable where they are. And that'll bring you to this YouTube video. Now, for you, on uh, Facebook, the YouTube video is this. If you want to chime in and leave a comment. It is Cool Guys Nation. It's their latest video that they posted yesterday. And it is this old 40K episode 5 static grass applicator. So it's a, uh, it's funny because he showed me this uh, video, Aaron, he showed me this video before he posted it. And uh, I thought it was, uh, I was not going to lie. I was kind of mesmerized by the video just by the way he made it. And uh, it was, uh, he was super critical on himself. And I'm like, dude, no, it's, it's a good video. Like it's, I, I found myself watching it because of the music that you used and the way in which you filmed it. And it is a interesting, interesting thing that you're showing people, uh, a static grass applicator, which is neat. You watch it, you'll see exactly what I mean. It's a very short video and I'm going to refresh the comments cause I want to see some of the stuff. And then this is where I see Jim White. Because of your avatar, for some reason, your tiger lily just sticks out amongst the crowd. And hello, Jim. How are you? I like seeing your comments whenever we chaos comment bomb. I don't know why. It just makes me really happy. Uh, Mark, we do say hi. Jason, yes, a big slimy hug we are giving you. And that's see, that's the fun stuff. I, I like it. I'm going to refresh again because I want to see some more people. Chaos comment bomb. That's what it is. I hear best way to stay at home order is to match on your state capital with guns. <laughs> oh, March. I see. Well, that's uh, something that might happen in a different country, but uh, not here. 
we stay at home because uh, that's just what we choose to do. I am glad you enjoy them. Uh, I'm glad you enjoy them. Uh, Woodrow Wimpy says, I gla I'm glad you, I, what are you talking about? I want to know what you're referring to. I, I don't quite know. The angle is off. Uh, need more nose hole shot. You mean like the, where is it? Uh, yeah, it's like really far away. Okay, so I'm going to refresh the comments. I always like to refresh the comments. I, I like to see things that you leave on their channels. That was interesting and awesome. By the way, Shrine of Chaos is slow. Shrine of Chaos is watching. See, this This is the perfect, I love those kind of comments because they just, it's unmistakable what just happened. Especially if their phone goes nuts and all the comments are connected to their phone and it updates like in real time and it's just buzzing like crazy. That's the best thing. The goal is for it to fall off the back of the toilet if it is on the back of the toilet while the dude's taking a shower and people can't live without their phones. And so it's just there, right there, really close in case he needs to get it in an emergency phone call, which you know happens only when you're taking a shower. And then there's so many comments in the Shrine of Chaos, it just vibrates and it buzzes and it lands in the toilet. But he's got like a protective case that won't actually destroy it. It's just funny because it lands in the toilet and then he can look at all the comments. That's, that's my goal in life, or at least in this moment of time. So thank you very much for participating in the Shrine of Chaos. You guys are awesome. Also, uh, when I said trying to chaos, I meant chaos comment bomb, not trying to chaos. So just so you know, that's what's happening. Uh, that's what we're doing right now in terms of the live streams. We're actually doing a lot of uh, content uh, it, that we're posting, that we're working on. Let's see, Luca. Luca's hard at work uh, posting content, making videos. We're fortunate that uh, his roommate is playing games with him. So fantastic. Thank you very much to Tarl for playing games with Luca. Um, so Luca is doing AOS with Tarl and 30k with Tarl, some 40k as well. And they're also doing other specialist games. They have played Blood Bowl in the past and uh, other specialist games as well. I think they were thinking about playing uh, Imper what's the one? I don't want to say it in case it hasn't been posted yet. I'm just checking. Yeah, it hasn't been posted yet, so I'm not going to – I won't give away what's being said there or what's being posted. But it is something cool, which you'll see very shortly. Um, and then uh, for Steve, Steve's doing uh, painting tutorials. Uh, he's working on those, and he's also doing some video gameplay footage of Warhammer games. Like He's been playing Skaven with Cullen. Uh, the Both of them have been playing to add to the content pool a little bit. And so those are fun to watch. Tried a little experiment over the weekend where they made some different themed videos for their Vermintide episodes where they did a beard bet for their shaving their beards into mutton chops if they lost a certain game. So it's and then another game made them barf because of you'll have to watch why. It's yeah, if you go on the mini wargaming website, uh, you'll see exactly why that happened. Uh, and then Matt, Matt's working on uh, uh, computer programming. So I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but he actually uh, is a programmer. He went to school for computer science, and uh, that's what he did originally on the website. Uh, he would uh, There would be work done on the website, and then he would maintain it. Uh, and then he also 
programmed a bunch of different things on the website. I myself, I'm not a programmer, so I can't even speak in intelligent language when it comes to this stuff. All I can say is he programmed the site and he maintained it. Uh, and then now we've hired uh, Jim and he has done a whole bunch of work on it. And then now Matt is going in and learning what needs to be done to maintain it. And so he's busy doing that. And that takes a lot of work. It's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And uh, I know that a bunch of people have been asking if he's going to be making videos and uh, he will be making videos in the future. But right now at this exact moment in time and for the near future, he'll be working on the website, which is good because there's a lot of things on the site that uh, need attention that uh, are having the attention. So we are, we're grateful for that. Uh, and Vito, Vito's actually, uh, Vito's doing something special as well. He's, uh, he's at home. And we're setting him up with a computer that is able to be better than his current computer. His computer is a bit older, so there's challenges there. But anyway, what he's doing is he's writing articles on the website. So you guys will be able to read some stuff that he's been uh, writing. And Vito is he's very thoughtful. He's a very... Um, he likes to... I mean, he's got a knack for sure when it comes to writing articles and writing, kind of being introspective and digesting information in such a way where it's relatable and presented in an interesting way. And so you'll see that with his writings. Um, and so that's what he's working on, which is something that I've actually wanted to do on the website for a long time is to have articles because there's a lot of websites that have articles, that have wargaming-related articles. Uh, we've been focusing on videos for many, many years. We actually started out writing articles. Uh, we had a blog. That was our very first uh, website that we had. And we would produce articles. And then we started with the videos. Or we added the videos afterwards. And then we eventually got out of making articles. Not necessarily because we didn't want to make them, but because the videos became our main source of traffic and attention and work and bread and butter and all that. So we just kind of uh, stopped writing articles. But um, articles are great. I myself read a lot of wargaming articles. And so uh, it's something that we are introducing to the website. The latest one that was actually written, it was written by Scarry. So if you guys have uh, checked out Scardcast on YouTube or on Patreon, um, Scarry wrote an article titled Four Steps to Improving Your Competitive Game. That is available on the website to get the full article there. If you're also following us on social media, you'll see that a link to that was posted. Uh, it was posted on uh, Facebook yesterday, so you'll you'll see that. If not, go to the website and you'll see it on the homepage there. And uh, he is a he plays in tournaments. He's a tournament winner and he has he's a coach as well when it comes to playing competitively. So that's uh, interesting. We can look forward to more articles written by him. Uh, and myself, the stuff that I'm working on is the stuff that you have been seeing is the, the campaigns, the battle reports and the campaigns. Luca and I did an experimental bat rep where we filmed remotely. And we've done a couple of those now. Only one have been posted, has been posted. And that was the one that was posted Monday in the vault. That's where it was posted. We did Space Wolves versus uh, Alpha Legion. Uh, and it was interesting because we, you know, it, it, it was filmed at my house 
my location. I had all the models and all the dice. I had his dice to represent him and my dice to represent me. But Luca could see everything that the camera could see. So he had an eagle-eye view of the board, and he made his own tactical decisions based on what he could see. And I, I purposefully made it so it was like, you know, it's because it's a fun game, uh, you know, we, we would make it so that uh, whatever his intent was, was came across on the battlefield. And for those of you who have watched the game, you know, you can attest to what I'm talking about. Like uh, if, if he wanted his guys to move over here, he would move them over here close to the objective, but far enough away from my guys. So that would be the most possible work for me to charge him if I chose to charge him in my phase and that, that kind of example. Uh, so we did that a couple times. Uh, so soon, whether this coming Monday or the Monday after that, the next episode will be um, shown to you guys. And that is the episode that uh, he filmed on his end. So we did another game for that one. That was a 1500 point game. And that was instead a, what did we use? I'm trying to remember the armies that we actually used for that time, for that game. I'm trying to remember. I think it was Emperor's Children versus, uh, wow, I can't remember. Emperor's Children versus Salamanders? Yeah, I think it was that. Uh, so that time I was Emperor's Children and he was Salamanders. And it was, uh, it was a fun game. It was really close. And I, it's funny because even though... And uh, what he did, he set up a, a webcam so I can see the full table at all times. And that was, it was funny. It, like, there's benefits to both, right? If you have the camera and you can see exactly what you see and you're close, then it's close and you can see it. But if uh, it's an eagle eye view, then you can see everything. And I see you watching, Joe, uh, by the way. And you need to come back and make videos. And that's all I got to say. Uh if you have an eagle eye view, you could see everything, but it's actually kind of difficult because whenever I would see the dice, I would see the dice, but I wouldn't see the pips on the dice. And so it would be like he would roll stuff and I would be looking at it. And whether it was a six or whether it was a one, it was like all yellow. And so I was like, uh, is that good? And so he would react to it. And by his reaction, I would know if it was a good roll or not. Uh, so that was kind of fun too. That was, that was interesting. Uh, Joe, okay, for those of you who don't know Joe, Joe's been around for a very long time. In fact, for a very long time, Joe was in one of the most viewed mini wargaming videos, which is to feel the Demon Prince, and that was the short film that we made like 12 years ago, and it was a lot of fun, and we miss Joe. It's been many years since Joe's like played with us in a battle report, and we want Joe back. Yeah, he actually did some work on the bunker. He did because he's a glass fitter, uh, and he 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 put in some of the big windows in Max Aggression Gaming. So he he was there, and he comes in from time to time, but he needs to play. So you guys just need to bug Joe so that he plays. And uh, I know you're watching because it says right there that you're watching. So we, we gotta we just gotta make you play again. For, for the, those of you who don't remember Joe, it's a shame. For those of you who do remember Joe, you remember Joe. You remember his Eldar tactics, and you remember his Joe on the Road battle reports that he would film. Joe was never an employee of Mini Wargaming. He was just uh, an honorary employee that just went out and did stuff, and that we included him because he was so much fun. Is still so much fun. I want him back now immediately. That's what we want. Okay? Rant over. I miss Joe. That's all I got to say. Uh, don't forget to sort comments by newest. 
Oh, if you're talking about the video that we chaos comment bombed, then yes, I will sort comment by newest first. And here we go. And oh, okay, very good. Thank you for the reminder. Going to go back. Um, I'm going to stay on for another couple minutes and respond to some of the questions here. Um, so next week, wait, Woodrow Wimpy, you are Jim White. What? All this time, did not know. Oh man, it's kind of like it's almost as if my my brain just like got fried and is in the chalice of fire right now. And I just couldn't believe this whole time that that's you because I recognize both your names in both places. I just didn't know it was you. That's hilarious. Marqueas says your bat rep with Luca by video connection was great too. Thank you very much for saying so. Uh, that was uh, I was certainly crossing my fingers on that one. I was hoping that it would be a good video and easy to tell what was happening and kind of you would lose your or you would suspend your disbelief because or I basically was just hoping that it would be well received. Bottom line, because obviously we're not fighting each other, we're not across the table from each other, but you can hear Luca's voice and you hear his voice when dice are being rolled. And you know that he is making the decisions for everything that he is doing. So it's it's by proxy. It's bat rep by proxy is what's happening there. Uh, and so I plan on battling Steve tomorrow so that you will see that. That'll be fun. Uh, we have to decide on our lists and we're going to film it remotely and it'll be awesomeness. And I plan on doing another campaign with Farah. Uh, whether that, uh, you know, we're not entirely sure, 100% sure what that's going to be yet, but it'll be something fun. We might run a poll on it. We might not. I don't know. Uh, but it's just going to be her, uh, she and I doing another campaign together. And probably in the same vein as her collecting and building upon her army again, but perhaps choosing a different army. And then I would choose a different army too. We would choose two different armies uh, because... Uh, you know, the prospect of her learning a new army has intrigued her. So uh, we're going to go with it. We're going to run with it. Uh, yes, unless something comes up, it should be the same time every week. Uh, I am listening to all the previous episodes on podcast. This is my first live view. Is it weekly, says Wolf70211? And the answer is yes, it is. Um, every week at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. That's when the Shrine of Chaos goes live. And then the episodes are posted afterwards on... Heck, the podcast episodes are posted uh, a day later. And then also the episode itself is on demand that you could watch. That is in the mini Wargaming vault currently. Uh, and all the previous episodes are in the vault. So without further ado, I will uh, end you now. Uh, nope, didn't mean to say it that way. I will end the show. I'm not going to end you. That sounds like it's, uh, you know, something's going to happen, but something won't. Everything is fine. I am going to go and I invite you to come back next week, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, where I will be interviewing Nick Nanavati. He is the top Warhammer 40K player. Um, he's the top or one of the top. I know that he's won multiple years in a row and he's, uh, he's a fantastic competitive player. So, uh, I'll be interviewing him next week, P picking his brain. So come prepare with your questions, guys, so that you can ask him stuff about stuff you want to know about. You're, you're going to learn it uh, from this guy. So thank you very much, guys. Happy Wargaming. Stay tuned for the next episode.